it was very interesting, very, very interesting to watch uh, a great PBS documentary, a review, an investigation a year later of the insurrection, January 6, 2021. It was exhausting and extensive and grueling, and it was very interesting to hear face after shiny, earnest face say, but this is America. This doesn't happen here. And many of these faces were the faces of descendants of third world immigrants wandering aloud with eyes wide open and tearing up. How could this happen here? Where my parents came from, we expected this violence. My parents left those countries and struggled to come here, this land of equality and freedom. And now this, I feel afraid as a person of color. I cannot hide in the crowd, etc., etc. It's heartbreaking. But... Did they not ever think, do they ever think, I was sold a bill of goods? I was had? That the notion that somewhere in the world there is a super people with a super document that ensures what the rest of the world struggles with was anything more than a good advertising campaign? Is it a biblical imperative? that we believe in such a place while we sit in our ditches in developing countries dreaming, that old dreaming of somewhere we can yearn free. Now, okay, so this dreamer might be worth examining. That anything in America's real history would make a non-Caucasian person say, that's the place for me, boggles the mind. Desperation is an excuse, a decent excuse. The horrors of a home will make the grass look greener, of course, that this desperation might be linked to US foreign policy meddling in the, meddling in the rest of the world's domestic affairs, that the US major contribution to climate change has directly driven people off lands no longer abundant, clearly doesn't cross this collective, desperate, innocent mind in any sustained or useful way. My position is not cynical. It is just not delusional. The notion that civilizations much older were just too stupid to come up with a sort of advertised uh, utopia is the presumption. The evidence to the contrary is now monumental. So, why ever would one keep believing this myth except that one needs to? That living in a real world is just not sustainable. And here we get very biblical. That somewhere we can win without making losers of the rest. At some point, you have to say, wasn't I took in? And why did I allow that to happen? And innocence is no excuse. I really don't know. In the quest to be anything that you want to be, 
can you also be yourself? They are two entirely different things. That you can still be yourself. The evidence is scant. Do foreigners come here, away from what for some of them are sacred ancient lands, to escape poverty, oppression? Did they imagine the U.S. was colorblind? Had ever been so? Or is this just the greatest advertising campaign ever? And like all great advertising campaigns, it depends desperately on a human need, a human inadequacy to operate. So I'm not objecting to this packaged lie. Why, would, why should I? Except that it is a lie the immigrant brings with them. When other countries needed influxes of people to do the hard work for just enough money to keep their rich rich, they said exactly the same things. And there are, no doubt, places in the world so horrible that even America would appeal. But the expectation of its institutions and its virtues are ridiculously unreal. I met a young woman in 1989 in a club in Manhattan, SOBs, Sounds of Brazil, a Mexican woman, a brilliant person. She was here from Mexico for six months. She sent money home, then went home for the second six. She loved her life, spoke no ludicrous gratitude, just lived her life, loved it, lived it. And she earned it. She had a work permit, no desire to be here forever. She loved her home, entertained conjecture, if you will. She loved her country, so she was a conquistador. In reverse. Bravo. So, if the insurrection was nativist at heart, and it seems it was, I don't disagree, did they have no hint, these weepy congressional reps, that this would be their reception? And the Mayflower descendants gaping at the camera in high dudgeon, wondering how this happened, did they just skip history? Enough to be at least a little wary? But no, the next day, there they were, January the 7th, spouting about who we used to be, who we really are, shiny cities and all that malarkey. At the end of the day, what really mystifies me is why this tremendous need to believe this drivel. I'm English from England. I think it is a lovely place. It has a democracy, parliamentary, which I prefer for all kinds of reasons. And when the institution is abused, the parliament, they get right on it, or they don't. They're not amazed that it happened. They don't say, this isn't who we are. They have no identity complex. This may be why they actually have two parties that represent two distinctly different ideas. And the point is not that it is better than the U.S. It is just what it is with good and bad things. It just isn't magical or exceptional with all those stupid, surprised faces saying, this is just not us. Of course it's you. Some British people say it, it's true, but they are known to be nuts. I told an aristocrat woman whose main daily occupation was researching names of thoroughbreds for her husband, for thoroughbreds her husband owned, about my experience overnight in Bow Street Police Station. I was woken every half hour and encouraged to plead guilty to the alleged crime I never committed. She said, no, surely not in England. 
Monty Python makes fun of these people. But when Julian Castro said on uh, uh, January the 7th, 2021, that we used to be a beacon of freedom worldwide, nobody so much as snickered. Though I could hear them falling about in a Glasgow pub for sure. You're a golden fleece, Julian. To all the countries you have pillaged for a hundred years, the rest is a fantasy you just insist on. It must be important to you, vital, impossible to live without. And that is just really super sad. The saddest thing is it is a fantasy you don't need at all. Life is great everywhere or it isn't. And I know faith is a factor if one just believes enough. First line, isn't it? I believe in America of the Godfather. Why? Or why not? Why not Italy? There's more money in America. In a sense, it seems like a tough job, but somebody's got to do it, this being exceptional. And I think only part of the blame is due to the advertisers. The need of a patch of greener grass might be archetypal. Atlantis, Shangri-La, weren't, there, weren't we always inventing places of miracles? El Dorado was more to the point, city of gold. I did live once, in a, or twice actually, in an American country when I was young. One gets, but one gets a sense, actually, Still, a total seven of my first 11 years were spent in countries from whence, and from whence one expected American immigrants, third world countries. Of course, they all want to come here. In fact, my father was one. My father was middle class, English, acquisitive, with a family. He wanted money. There was a conquistador element in him, a trained British doctor. He qualified the same year as the national health was put in place. Oh, scandal. And came here to sell his wares to the United States and refined Britishness on the market. To be clear, physicians in, in England have always been solidly middle class, not a path to zillions. But my father wanted to be rich till the day he died, otherwise a great man. My father was half Armenian and somewhat kept out of the English old boys club, therefore. There was even a hint of yearning to breathe free on the level playing field, where in fact, for him, the playing field in America was highly exploitable. It tilted in his direction. His skin was white and he spoke with an upper class British accent. So do I pity the poor immigrant? No, not necessarily. The poor ones, the really poor, fleeing drought and tyranny, the ones we specifically don't allow in? Yes, no, I don't pity them. That is useless to them. But I stand in solidarity with them and will aid them financially and any other way. The ones like my dad? No, sorry, not so much. No pity. That dream of America is your dream, dreams born of a great emptiness. The refrain, my parents, my dad came to America, worked hard, did well for himself. Nobody does well for themselves, by themselves. Requires another group of immigrants working for nothing to make your dad successful. It seems one learns the exploiter's callousness deeply and quickly. The insurrectionists were crying too. We used to rule. We worked hard and have nothing to show for it. Yeah. They had their day under the sun of privilege and now it is evening for them. 
how does their complaint differ essentially from yours? Unless you come from the native peoples to claim this land as your own, a, a movement with which I am in entire sympathy, stop whining. Stop imagining your white overlords, landlords, warlords ever thought of you as anything but exploitable labor. Read the history books. Even the most sanitized is full of clues. It's the nightmare of the dream. And now the global economy has made immigrants obsolete. Now our slaves are out of sight and so out of mind. You came here to join the oppressors. The English, Germans and Irish cried the same tears. Now they claim to be the natives and vote to keep you out. And on it goes, Mrs. Franklin. As Jefferson said inanely, as usual, it is justice versus self-interest. And we know what he chose. Welcome to America or any shiny city. Or stay home, try to fix it, Nicaragua, Honduras, Congo, if America will let you. This land is not your land, and it is most certainly not my land. And the ones who originally could claim it don't and didn't, at least not in the sordid raping way we did. So start again if you want to make an honest claim. The immigrant myth is trotted out over and over again, but it is the myth of teenagerdom. At some point, we become adults, not rags to riches anymore, no longer grateful for a minimum wage we can live on, six to a room, or grateful because the cartels are not murdering our young, a temporary acceptance of inequality. They now come to East L.A. to be murdered. At some point, the narrative must become, here we are, second or third generation, a child or two in the military, taxes paid, uh, undocumented while on green cards, undocumented or while on the green card, taxation without representation. But now we are here. We have overly contributed. What are you offering? I did not become rich. I have enough. What do you offer to those with barely enough in America? Barely anything. Don't get sick in any meaningful way. Expect to buy a house. Get out of debt if you go to college. Have a guarantee of unarmed streets, a guarantee against police abuse and murder. Sounds a bit like the old country, doesn't it? Why? There's no shiny city. Don't cry. It's real. It's life. And all the above are matters of rights. Where are your rights? What exactly is the great privilege of this citizenship? It's not your rights. Yes, you can get rich. We already know how. And some small percentage of you will. When I cast a play hire for a job. I do not hire the desperate and the grateful. I don't need them. I need people who are themselves fully and self-motivated. My profession is demanding in that way, and I emphasize these traits more than other theater people. Many of them have fallen for the grateful and needy power dynamic, and much sickness doth ensue. 
They are a great metaphor for the capitalism we have shiny cityed. So, to conclude again, when any politician sings these several songs about equality, racism, democracy, rights, and freedom, tell them they lie. These are only words in an advertising campaign until they are not. The insurrection showed us where, in fact, America is at and has been from the start. The claims otherwise are just lies. But take heart, it's all to play for. A unionized Amazon is a start, or another start. Wherever you are on earth, you, we have rights, man-given rights, woman-won rights, not endowed by a creator, but just what we have agreed to as a civilization, a human race. When those rights are infringed on for anybody, there should be a reaction from all of us. To date, there hasn't been. We withdraw into gated communities of our own success and lock the gates. Our days in these ways are numbered. <laughs>